Welcome to another exciting podcast of the decline and fall of America. I am your worldwide podcast host, Charles Factor, broadcasting from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond. Today we have a fascinating subject to discuss. We're talking about ACT scores, college entrance exams. Those are the scores that if you want to go to college in all states or in some states, you have to take the ACT test. You have to study for it, and the higher your score, along with your grade point average, well, you might get into a good college if you're lucky. And these scores are very important to people, obviously. It's a gatekeeper score, somewhat of an intelligence test to test your basic knowledge and also your analytical skills in math and science and English and, and writing and all the rest of that good stuff. So basically, it's how you compare one student to another because it's hard to compare one high school to another. I mean, if you get an A at a high school in a small town in Utah, how does that relate to an A grade uh, from a big city like New York City, you know, in Manhattan, how, the high school there? How would you compare those two? So college admissions committees look to the ACT because it's a levelizer. It allows people to on admissions committees at colleges to compare one student to another, even if they're from different states. One went to public school, one went to private, even international students. So that's what we're talking about today is ACT scores. And in particular, what we're talking about is the fact that ACT scores have now dropped to their lowest levels in 30 years. Let me repeat that. ACT test scores have now dropped to their lowest levels in 30 years. And what does that mean? It means students that are leaving high school don't know very much. Their analytical skills aren't very good, and they're really not prepared for college. Less so now than at any time in the last 30 years. So it's an indicator that our public schools, from kindergarten to 12th grade to the end of high school, are failing. And our private schools maybe as well, because they have to take the ACT as well. So the question is, why is our education system in the United States failing as bad as it is currently? Why is it doing worse now than it has over the last 30 years? Why is public education collapsing, and private education to that matter? Why is the education system in this nation collapsing like it has never collapsed before, and it is the worst now in the last 30 years? What is going on? So let's first look at this. Let's see what's going on. I mean, this is the basic metric on how well schools are doing. There is no other metric that's more accurate. You could argue the SAT, that's a similar test. But other than that, I mean, how do you tell how students are doing from kindergarten to 12th grade? Well, you know, around 11th and 12th grade, they all take this test, and we find out. And the answer is the school system and the students are failing. The question becomes, why and how badly are they failing? So this article that I'm going to read today is from the New York Post, one of the oldest newspapers in continuous publication in the United States. And the title of the article is, The ACT Test Scores Drop to Their Lowest Levels in 30 Years. And here's the article. Quote, this year's high school graduates scored lower on the ACT college admissions exam than any other class in the last 30 years. Quote, the national average composite school for the class of 2022 was 19.8, the lowest average score since 1991, according to new data that was released on Wednesday. Quote, this is the fifth consecutive year of declines in average scores, 
a worrisome trend that began long before the disruption of the COVID epidemic and has persisted, said Janet Godwin, the CEO of the ACT, in a statement. Quote, roughly 1.3 million students nationwide took the ACT test during their senior year, which is 36% of recent graduates. And a greater share of the students took the exam more than once compared to 2021 grads. Quote, the implications go beyond the lower scores while applying to college. Quote, more than four in 10 test takers did not meet any of the ACT's benchmarks for college readiness in English or math or reading or science, suggesting that four out of 10 students whose high school careers were impacted by COVID for large, long stretches may have arrived on campus unprepared for high-level college coursework. Quote, the magnitude of the declines this year is particularly alarming as we see rapidly growing numbers of seniors leaving high school without meeting the college readiness benchmark in any of the subjects that we measure, said Goodwin. Quote, the share of the students taking the ACT varied widely from state to state. In some states, including California and Maine, less than 5% of graduates sat for the test, the ACT data shows. Metrics from those states come as school systems like the University of California have now ended the use of the SAT and ACT in their college admissions practices. Quote, and while some colleges and universities have tried so-called test-blind or test-optional admissions and have made the changes permanent, others like MIT have reverted back to using the indicator as one of many when they consider an applicant. Quote, the data also showed racial disparities, with black and Hispanic students scoring below the national averages for all students. More white students sat for the exam than test takers of any other race. The ACT data on Wednesday is another in a growing list of studies, giving a first glimpse of how students have fared during the pandemic, especially those whose time in primary and secondary school has been most interrupted by school closures and the trauma of the pandemic. Results of nine-year-olds from the National Assessment of Educational Progress, which is dubbed the Nation's Report Card, showed last month that their reading scores recorded their largest dip in 30 years, and math scores plummeted for the first time since the test has been given 50 years ago. Interesting, isn't this? Fascinating, fascinating, fascinating. So the question is, why? Really, isn't that the question? And what I really focused in is one of the points that was made by the authors of this newspaper article was that the scores on the ACT, the college entrance exams, have declined for each of the last five years. So that is three years before the pandemic, the COVID pandemic, even started. It's been declining, going down across the board, math scores, reading scores, all of the scores, science scores, according to this article, for five years, and has now reached, has plummeted so far, it has now reached the lowest level. The, these are the lowest test scores in 30 years. Wow. I mean, that is a clear indication that the educational system in the United States, in America, is failing. It's completely failing. And as we'll talk about in future podcasts, it's not because the United States isn't spending a lot of money on education. In fact, the United States now spends more money 
on teacher salaries and spends more money on education, even public education, than it ever has in the history of the country. Let me repeat that. This is not about money or lack of money. Right now, in 2023, the United States per pupil spends more money on its students than it ever has in the history of the country, and teacher salaries are now higher than they have ever been in the history of the United States. So what's going on? We're paying more and we're getting less. Let me repeat that. The taxpayers in the United States are paying more for their educational system, and the results are getting worse. And compared to other nations, we spend more on education in the United States than almost any other nation on the planet. And our results are not good. Our results are declining each and every year. We're not competitive anymore. Not competitive in math, science, reading, any of it, any of the basics. Wow. So what's going on? Now you can say, well, maybe the students aren't so good anymore, you know? Maybe demographically our students are dumber today than they were 30 years ago. Okay, that's possible, right? That's completely possible. I mean, you can't ask students to educate people that don't have intelligence. That's not going to happen. They're not going to learn. So if you're taking people that can't learn or won't learn or refuse to learn or their lives are a mess or maybe genetically they can't learn, I don't know. But what I'm saying is if you take people that are unwilling or unable to learn and you put them in a private or public school system, they're not going to come out doing better. And if the quality of people in the United States has been declining over the last 30 years, well, then wouldn't you expect that the test scores in the school systems would decline as well, right? I mean, that's one possibility. A second possibility is teacher standards in the United States are abysmally low compared to other nations. We don't expect much. It doesn't take much to get through college and get a teaching degree. That's the sad truth of it. You don't need good grades. You don't need to be academically gifted. The courses aren't that rigorous. You're not getting your best and brightest going into teaching. Now, there are some people that are going into teaching that are very smart and are very motivated. It's not everybody. But the fact is, the standards, the expectations for teachers in the United States are extremely low. Well, maybe we're just not hiring uh, teachers that are capable of teaching. They don't understand the subjects. They're not motivated. They don't care. They're not that bright. Not everyone, not all people, but maybe some. Maybe it's time to raise the expectations and the training levels for our teachers. If you want people to do better in any field, don't you need to raise the standards? We haven't raised the standards for teachers. We're seeing the results now. Our test scores are the lowest they've been in three decades, the lowest in a generation. Our school system is clearly failing. So the question I'm asking, I'm not stating it, I'm asking are our students no good? Are our teachers no good? Is the public and private school system no good? Let's look at how it's structured. Our school system gives three months off in the summers. A lot of nations don't do that anymore. It was originally set up so that children who were, when we were a farming country, most people were farmers when it was first set up. People could let their children off in the summers. They could go help with the planting on the farm. They could work the farm fields in the summer. They could harvest in the fall and then go back, back to school after that. Well, less than half of 1% of Americans live on farms anymore. We're just not a farming nation anymore. We're not agricultural-based. 99.5% of Americans do not work or live on a farm. So 
Did we change the structure of our schools? No, we did not. People are still getting three months off over the summer. Teaching contracts are only for nine months of the year. So, I mean, other nations have gone to 12-month school years, and we end our school day at 3 o'clock. Most other nations, they go till 5 p.m. Not only does that provide daycare for working parents, but it also provides two more hours of educational instructions to the students. In the United States, we're starting class around 8 or 8.30. People are leaving at 3 in the afternoon, and they're only doing it for nine months of the year. Are we running a serious educational system anymore? Can we compete? We're not competing. We're not doing well when compared to other nations. We're not doing well when compared to our test scores in this nation even 30 years ago. So clearly, we have a system that is failing. It's not worth defending it. What is there to defend? It's getting worse. Five years in a row, test scores have plummeted. How many more years? How much worse does this need to get before Americans say, you know what? We need to expect better from our educational system. So I'm not saying I know what the causes of the decline are. I'm not, I'm not sure. But I ask you this. Is it possible and likely that the collapse of our public education system and private education system, the ACT scores, all going down five years in a row, plummeted to rock bottom, is this a sign that our educational system in the United States, in America, is in decline and fall? Is this not another clear indicator of the decline and fall of America? I am your worldwide podcast host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the great misty beyond, wishing you a great day.